0: Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks.
3: Oh, sit down, Mary. Make yourself comfortable.
1: This isn't a social call.
3: It isn't an antisocial call, either.
1: Look, John. I came over here for just one reason. To tell you that we're through. And to ask you to please stop calling me.
3: Only one half of us is through, baby.
1: Please try to understand, will you? I'm just not interested in you.
3: I'm plenty interested in you. Look
1: at me, please. I told you in that letter that we were finished months ago.
3: Um, who told you to write me a threatening letter? Your pal, Boston Blackie?
1: Blackie knows about it, but he had nothing to do with it.
3: So you tossed me over for Boston Blackie, huh?
1: Blackie and I are just good friends.
3: Well, then, in that case, there's still room for me. you better stay where you are. Oh,
1: Mary, all I
3: want is... Don't
1: make me use this.
3: I... Oh. Well, did Boston Blackie teach you to point guns at your old boyfriends? This
1: happens to be Blackie's guns. He told me I might need it, and I think he was right.
3: But, of course, you won't use it.
1: If you don't stay where you are, I certainly will.
3: Ah, you wouldn't have the nerve. Oh,
1: wouldn't I?
0: Now, Richard Colmer is Boston Blackie, enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friends.
4: Inspector Faraday speaking. Uh, Inspector, this is Chief Warren of the fire department. Yeah? We've just put out a fire in the home of John Richards at 571 London Street. What do you want from me? Applause? This is the homicide department. I know, but we found a body in the house, Inspector. It looks like murder. Okay, I'll send some men from the precinct up right away, and I'll be there as soon as I can make it. This has to happen when I was going to take the day off. Oh, that's too bad. The house destroyed? Yeah, burned up. Don't let this go any further. But so am I.
2: Jackie? Oh, I'm sorry. I had to wait outside, Mary. Why didn't you get the doorman to let you into my apartment?
1: I didn't want to ask, so I thought I'd wait in the hall. Well, come on in. Uh, No, thanks, Jackie. I I don't feel too well. Richard? Yes, I had a little trouble with him.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Mary.
1: I tried to phone you just after I left his house, but no one answered his phone
2: I, uh, had to go out on a little business.
1: Well, I... I just want you to know that I'm back, and I don't think he'll bother me again.
2: Well, that's what we wanted, isn't it?
1: Yes. Well, good night, Jackie. I'll, I'll, I'll call you. Oh, say, I,
2: I think you'd better give me back my gun.
1: Oh, oh, yes. I, I'm sorry. That, that's exactly why I waited for you. I, I have it here in my place. I, um, had to use the gun, Jackie.
2: Oh? Here it is. Thanks. Hmm. One shell him. Huh?
1: I had to do it, Blackie. I had to keep him away from me. I'm so nervous. I. Oh, I, I wish you'd hold me close to you.
4: Okay, Johnson, get those photographs. No use looking for fingerprints, Wilson. The joint's too badly damaged. All right. Hey, scout around the rubble for the murder weapon, Rollins. Okay, Smith. Body's right where the fireman found it, Inspector. Shot through the head, huh? Went right through. Hmm. That's going to make it tough to find a bullet. How long's he been dead? Coroner says about ten hours. Ten hours? And the guy was dead a long time before the house caught fire. Any identification? None. Well, his dental work will do. Let's hope this guy saw his dentist twice a year. Uh, A couple next door say they heard a shot here last night. Uh, Something that sounded like a shot. Nosy neighbors trying to get into the act, huh? The woman says she saw a girl leave here shortly after the shot. Yeah? They might know something, Inspector. They turned in the alarm when the house caught fire. i will have to have a talk with them. Uh, She described the girl she saw leaving here. Said she looked like she was in a hurry, too. Okay. Sounds like a good lead. Find out anything else? Yeah. A guy named John Richards owns this place. This is probably Richard's body. John Richards, huh? What else did you find out? Well, we ran across a safe that was open. I took these papers out. Let's have a look at them, huh? Here you are. Hey, Johnson, hurry with those pictures. We haven't got all night. All right. John Richards lived here, all right. These are all letters addressed to him. Anything interesting? No, just the usual stuff. It may help with the identification. I'll take them down... Well, what do you know about this? Find something, Inspector? I haven't had such luck since my sister Maggie got married. Read this. Let's see. For the last time, Richards, I'm warning you. Lay off or I'll kill you. And look who signed it. Signed by Boston Blackie. Why the great surprise, Inspector? Didn't you know Blackie could write? (laughs)
2: why, Faraday, what an unpleasant surprise. Come in. Can't you ever be serious? I'm sorry, Inspector, but you see, I was expecting I am. The weatherman said it was going to be fair and warmer today, but I had a hunch a dark cloud would come along and make a liar out of him. All right, Blackie, I'll come right to the point. Mind if I sit down? Not on the point, of course.
4: Do what you want. Only listen.
2: Go ahead. I haven't been to
4: a dull lecture in years. Blackie... I've been after you for a long time. And I've just been waiting for the day I could get something on you. Only this is the kind of a rap I hate to pin even on you. Now, what have I done, Inspector? Taking candy away from you or some other baby? I'm serious, Blanky. Why did you do it? I like candy. I'm not talking about candy, and you know it. Why did you do it? Why did I do what? Did you write this letter? Let's it. Just look at it. I'll hold it. Did you write it?
2: Sure, sure I did. You're certainly a stupid, Blackie. Why, did I misspell a word or something? You did something dumber than that. Wrong punctuation? Dumber than that. Well, what shall I do, teacher? Stay after school?
4: I don't think you ever went to school, or you wouldn't have pulled as dumb a stunt as this. What dumb stunt? You wrote this note to Richards, threatening to kill him. My, my, Inspector, you can read. And I know enough mathematics to put two and two together. You wrote this note to John Richards after he was dead. How do you know John Richards is dead? They found his body. In spite of the fact that you went to a lot of trouble to hide the evidence.
2: Now, what did I do?
4: You set fire to his house. But it's for guys like you that we have a fire department.
2: Richard's house was badly
4: burned? They'll have to sweep it up. But thanks to Dr. Harold Madison in the bar building, we got identification through the dental work.
2: Faraday, you've been reading too many detective books.
4: And you haven't been reading enough. Or you wouldn't have written this note to Richards after he was dead and on Richards' own stationery.
2: Now you've been reading too many Esop's
4: fables. The paper you wrote this note on is the same as the rest of the writing paper in Richards' house. Well, maybe he sent me a blank sheet of paper with a stamped self-addressed envelope. You didn't send this letter to him through the mail. You wrote it while you were in his house, standing over his dead body.
2: Were you a worm in the woodwork? Oh, arrest me if you know so much. I'm not arresting you, Blackie.
4: I'm not so dumb I fall for as pat a gag as this. This note was too easy to find. You wrote it to cover up for Richard's real killer.
2: That's my boy scout training, Inspector.
4: You wrote this note and set that house afire to cover up for that girl of yours, Mary Wesley.
2: Mary had nothing to do with
4: this. I happen to be sure of my facts this time, Blackie. I've checked on this guy, Richards. He was chasing after Mary plenty. When she couldn't stand it anymore, she wrote him a threatening letter.
2: What if she did? That doesn't mean she killed him. I've
4: done some more checking, chum. Mary was at Richard's house just before he was killed. I found the cab driver who took her out there. A lady next door heard a shot in Richard's house and saw Mary leave his place. What more do I need?
2: You still have that letter I wrote Richard's. I'll tell you about that letter.
4: You knew Mary was going out to see Richard's. You followed her out there. She was gone. But Richard's was there, lying on the floor, dead. Is that so? You remembered Mary had written him a threatening letter. Found it, tore it up, and wrote this one to take its place. Then you set fire to Richard's house.
2: Now, how do you like that? I'm positively crazy about it. It's true about the letter, but that's all. Mary didn't kill him.
4: Well, I know she did. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone to the trouble of covering up for her. What's more, I've got men at her apartment now picking her up for murder.
2: Oh, Faraday, don't be a dope.
4: Now, listen to me, Blackie. I don't blame you for what you've already done to try to hide the facts in this case. Your motives were good. But I'm warning you, keep out of this from now
2: on, or I'll hold you as accessory after the fact. How does a Flatwood pick up such fancy legal terms with his toes? Excuse me. It's probably headquarters looking for me. What's the matter, pal? You lost? Hello?
1: Blackie, this is Mary.
2: Oh, uh, hello, Shorty. Blackie,
1: can't you hear me? This is
2: Mary. Uh, sure I can hear you, Shorty. Hey, okay,
1: what's the matter?
2: Uh, hey, uh, well... If you want to give the gang a laugh, Shorty, uh, tell them Faraday's arresting Mary Wesley for the murder of John Richard. What? No kidding, Shorty. Uh, he sent some men up to her apartment this morning. They have her in jail now, I guess.
1: Oh, Lex, what do I
2: do? No, Shorty, I'm not kidding. Faraday's here right now bragging about it. I
1: have. Uh... I guess
2: I'd better not go home then, huh? Where are you going to be, Shorty? I'll meet you later and tell you all the laughs.
1: I'm in the movie at 39th
2: Street. Well, stay there, Shorty. I'll meet you. Hey, I don't pick that Shorty at all. Let me have that phone. Bye, Shorty.
4: (laughs) What did you say, Faraday? Why, you double-crosser. That wasn't Shorty at all. That was Mary Wesley. And now I know even you believe she murdered Richards. Why, Inspector,
2: Mary isn't the lady killer. I am. Have you forgotten my reputation? (laughs)
3: Hello? Hello? You? Yeah. You should know better than the call here. I'm phoning you from a pay station. The call can't be traced.
4: All right. What do you
3: want? I uh, just thought you'd like to know everything is okay. It's a perfect job. You sure? The police are going to arrest one or two suspects for the killing of John Richards. Who? Mary, Wesley, or Boston Blackie. Personally, I don't care which. (laughs)
0: back to our story. When Boston Blackie found John Richards dead, all evidence pointed to a strong possibility that Mary Wesley, Blackie's closest friend, was the one who committed the crime. Hoping to clear Mary Wesley, Blackie destroyed a threatening letter Mary had written to Richards, and in its place himself wrote a threat to the already dead man. But when Faraday began checking up on Richards' past, he learned that Richards had been bothering Mary, and saw right through Blackie's ruse. As we left our story, Blackie had warned Mary over the phone that Faraday's men were in her apartment and had told her to wait for him in a movie. As we continue, Blackie and his friend Shorty walk into the theater lobby to meet Mary.
2: There she is,
5: Shorty, over in the corner. Uh. Hey, boss, is it all right if I stand by the door and watch the flicker, huh?
2: Sure, but keep one eye out for the cops. Oh, sure, boss. And give me those sandwiches.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Gee, I hear this is a swell picture. Hello, honey. Oh, Blackie. Hey, can't I get out of here?
1: I've seen the show twice and I'm starved. You
2: stick your nose outside while Faraday's men are looking for you and you'll eat your next meal in jail. Oh. I knew you'd be hungry, though. Here's a little something to eat.
1: Oh, Blackie, your darling.
2: Can you eat and talk at the same time?
1: I don't, usually.
2: Well, you don't usually duck a murder rap, either. Hope you like the sandwiches I got for you. I'll like them. But you're not going to like this question... Did you kill John Richards?
1: What do you think?
2: Well, until Faraday thought you did, I wasn't sure. That bullet missing from my gun last night didn't look so good. And now? Faraday had an airtight case against you this afternoon. And though that doesn't clear you, that leaves plenty of doubt in my mind.
1: I didn't kill him, Blackie. I just fired the gun into the floor to show I wasn't afraid to use it.
2: Well, this is fine. I cover up for you for something you didn't do, and now I'm in a jam.
1: I suppose you'd rather I had done it. So your efforts wouldn't be for
2: nothing. <laughs> no. But I thought it was a pretty good stunt, And it's too bad I used it when it wasn't necessary.
1: What in the world did you do?
2: When I didn't hear from you for a while last night. I went out to Richards' house to see if everything was all right. You were gone, but Richards was there, lying on his living room floor, dead. Shot through the head.
1: Oh, no. No wonder you thought I killed him.
2: I remember that threatening letter you wrote him, so I looked around until I found it. Oh. It was in his safe, but that was no problem.
1: Then you, you destroyed my letter.
2: And wrote a letter of my own to take its place. That was for Faraday in case he checked up on Richards, mm-hmm. which he did. And found out you and Richard had once been pretty good friends, which he did.
1: Well, Blackie, certainly ballistics would prove it was a bullet from some other gun that killed Richard.
2: They'll probably never find that bullet, Mary. A little while after Richard was killed, his house burned into a pile of honeymoon toast. Oh, no. Uh, Faraday was too but... smart to be stopped by that. He had the body positively identified as John Richards through his dental work.
1: Maggie, I suppose I ought to say I'm sorry he's dead, but I'm not. There was something repellent about the leer on his freckled face that I will never forget.
2: Well, look, Mary. All kidding aside, you and I, uh, well, we've got we've got to chase down this guy. If Faraday'll put it on us, we've got to find who did kill Richards. Now, who was friends? I don't know. Well, uh, what do you know about him?
1: He had a business partner. I met him once or twice. Remember his name? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Emery, William Emery.
2: Well, maybe i better talk to this guy Emery before Faraday gets to him and questions him into insensibility.
1: So I go with you?
2: Not unless you want to be Miss Police Lineup of 1945.
1: You mean I have to sit through this movie again?
2: Cheer up. The picture changes a week from tomorrow.
1: Oh, Blackie. <laughs>
2: yeah, I guess Shirley and I are going up to see this Bill Emery.
1: You will be careful, won't you, Blackie?
2: From here on in, it's Richard's killer. We'd better be careful. All right, Shorty, yeah. this is where we came in.
5: All right. All right, Gee, Boss, this picture's great. Boy, is it great! Maybe the first two times.
2: <laughs> huh? All right, Shorty, come on. We've got work to do.
5: Oh, uh, Blackie, the, the picture was just coming to the most exciting part.
2: So is this case. Let's go, Shorty. <laughs>
5: Oh, boss, if this Bill Emery guy ain't home and ain't been seen in the building in two days, how are we going to get in? Are you kidding? Oh, gee, boss, <laughs> one day you're going to find a lock that you can't open.
2: Sure, the day I leave my fingers home.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was easy.
5: <laughs> gee, boss, uh, could you teach me to do that? Huh?
2: Sure, just let me know when you have a hundred years to spend learning.
5: Huh? Skip it, short one. Oh. Oh. That's all right, boss. You're entitled not to make sense sometimes.
2: Well, nice apartment, huh?
5: Look, uh, boss, if the doorman was leveling when he said Emery hasn't shown for two days, what are we hanging around here for?
2: I can't think of a better place to pick up the trail of a killer than in the killer's own apartment.
5: Gee, Emery killed this guy?
2: All I know is that Mary didn't. Well, it looks as if Emery skipped town. Why? Maybe because he killed Richards.
5: Gee, boss, (laughs) you're smart.
2: I have to prove that before I'm smart. you better look around. See what's in that room there.
5: Oh, sure, Blackie. Gee, this sure is one elegant shirt. Uh, this is a bedroom, boss.
2: Have a look in his closet. Yeah, sure thing. Huh. Pretty nice-looking library. Emery had either an appetite for literature or a good eye for decoration.
5: Hey, hey boss. Find something, Shorty? Yeah, I don't know. But if, if Emery took it on a lamb, he ought to be coming back for something he forgot. Look here. A suitcase, fully packed.
2: Well, he was planning to leave and had to pull out sooner than he thought, I guess.
5: this sure looks funny, don't it?
2: Interesting is a better word. Look at this, Shorty. A cigarette that was never put out. It just went out.
5: Well, that's a kind of a dumb thing for anybody to do. He might have bought the journey up.
2: For a man who planned the murder, Bill Emery sure was haphazard about his getaway. Didn't seem to me as if he planned to leave here at all if that's the case, maybe he didn't murder that freckle-faced... Hey. I what? Mary told me in the movie that John Richards was freckle-faced. The man I found dead before the fire didn't have any freckles. He didn't have any more freckles than you do. He, he didn't? I've got a hunch John Richards isn't even dead. Look, if we can get just a, a picture of Emory around yeah. here somewhere. Try those drawers. I'll root around these.
5: Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, none,
2: none in here. We'll look until we find something. Uh,
5: nothing in this draw at all. But...
2: Keep looking. Yeah. Uh-oh, a wallet. Oh. We might have something here. Uh, money, baby. Huh? <laughs> no, definitely. But here's something that may be worth a million dollars to Mary. Here's Bill Emery's picture on a hunting license.
5: Well, what do you know? Hey, boss, he, he ain't got no freckles.
2: He doesn't have anything anymore. This is the guy I found on the floor in Richard's apartment.
5: But, boss, this is crazy. This is nuts. The dentist proved the body was Richard's by the dental work.
2: Shorty, if you needed dental work and you were on the lam, who'd do the job for you?
5: Well, let's see. Well, there are two tooth doctors known for not turning away a dishonest dollar.
2: Then we'll go see both of them. Who are they?
5: Let's see. There's a doc by the name of Foster and another one by the name of Lindell.
2: Wait a minute.
5: I looked them up in the phone book. Yeah.
2: Now... Here he is. Uh, 747 Angel Building. Remember that. Oh, sure. sure. Uh, Who's the other one?
5: Lindell? Lindell, yeah. Yeah.
2: Lindell... Lindell... Joe Lindell? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. 1010 Bar Building. Remember that, too?
5: 1010, sure thing. Hey, wait
2: a minute. Faraday mentioned the bar building when he told me about the doctor who identified the dead man's dental work. He, He saw Doc Lindell? No, Faraday went to see a dentist by the name of Madison... Let's have a look at Madison's office number.
5: Yeah. You, uh, you think maybe it's the same doctor?
2: I don't know. Could be. Madison, Madison, Madison. Here it is. 1010 Bar Building. T- same office as Lindell. We're going there.
5: Why? You, you want him to yank out a tooth?
2: No, Shorty. I want to yank out the truth. <laughs> Dr. Madison? Gentlemen. Thank you. I'm Boston Blackie. How do you do?
4: My receptionist says you want to see me about an identification I made for the police yesterday.
2: That's right. Uh, John Richards.
4: Uh, the dental work. Check with my record. Would you like me to show it to you?
2: No, thanks. That wouldn't mean anything to me. Uh, I want to ask you about a Dr. Joe Lindell.
4: Who's he? Oh, Dr. Lindell is my assistant. But uh, I'm the one who made the identification.
2: But Lindell might have made something else.
5: Huh? I don't understand.
2: He might have made a mistake for one thing. Is he in? He is. I'd like to talk to him. This way. Thank you.
5: Uh, boss, I think I'll wait here. This this place makes my feet hurt.
2: Stay close by. I may need you. Oh.
5: Uh, in here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be right here, boss. Oh, Joe, uh, uh someone here to see you. Uh, yes? Boston Blackie, this is Dr. Lindell.
4: Oh, uh,
2: how do you do? How are you? I'd like to ask you a few questions, Lindell.
4: Well, uh... Dr. Madison here is the, uh, senior consultant. If, uh, uh, he, uh, you... seems to want to talk
2: to you, Joe.
5: Oh? Uh, about what?
2: Where's John Richards?
4: John Richards? I don't understand, Blackie. John Richards is dead.
2: In name only, Dr. Madison.
4: But I identify the dental work that proved John Richards was dead.
2: You identify dental work from the mouth of a murdered man made to look like the dental work you'd done for John Richards. What? Would it be possible for Lindell here to match the dental work you've done for Richards? Why, uh,
4: of course, using my materials, my drill, my records, my technique. Possible, yes, but hardly probable.
2: I think it is. He helped John Richards kill William Emery, fixed Emery's teeth to look like Richards, took the body to Richards' house and set fire to the place so that the body would have to be identified by the dental work.
4: How could I have brought a dead body into this office without being seen? You're a fool.
2: I know. Does this office have such a thing as a portable drill? Oh, we
4: do. Uh, It's broken. Not that I know of.
2: You'd better tell what you know, Lindell. Where's John Richards? I don't know. Look, maybe you're not as deep in this as I think. If Richards alone killed Emery... You can get off easy if you talk.
4: I tell you, I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Good heavens, Joey. You didn't kill anyone. Say so. I didn't kill him, believe me. Richards did. All all I did was to go out to Richards' house and fix Emory's dental work. Oh, Joe. I, I had to do it. I had to, but Emory was dead when I, I got to Richards' house, you see.
2: Where's Richards now? Well, he
4: left town. That's all I know, believe
2: me. but He, he changed his name to Robert Carlton he thought he'd be safe as long as the police thought he was dead. A pretty slick stunt. I'll say he'd have been safe. When the police cleared Mary Wesley and me, they'd have suspected Emery and spent the rest of their lives looking for a dead man. I'll call
3: the
4: police.
2: Ask for Inspector Faraday, Dr. Madison, and tell him that from now on, never to look a gift corpse in the mouth.
1: It is a relief to be out of that movie and in the
2: fresh air. Faraday <laughs> called and wanted to apologize to you. Oh, did he? Yeah. He picked up John Richards in Chicago a couple of hours ago and got his confession. Thanks to you. Thanks to Joe Lindell for thinking he could beat his rap because he had nothing to do with killing Emery.
1: Why did Richards kill Emery in the first place,
2: though? Emery caught Richards juggling their company books, I think. He was going to turn him in. Richards had threatened him. That's why Emery was leaving town.
1: Well, I'm glad it's all over. I can relax again.
2: Where would you like to relax this beautiful evening?
1: My apartment.
2: Well, let's take a walk instead.
1: Becky, give me your gun.
2: Huh? Oh, Mary, not again. Give it to me. Okay. Here you are. Now, what's the idea of taking it and pointing it at me?
1: A darn good idea. I just want to make sure we go to my apartment.
2: That's all. Mm.